Today's podcast and Rambam resources are dedicated to Ili Nishmas Hanyaleya Bas Leopold Allah HaShalem, whose yard site is today on Lamed Sivan Aleph Deresh Chedesh Tammuz. The Shir Rambam Hayoimi begins Hilchas Malachim, the final set of Halachas in Rambam. And before we get to the actual Halachas, we'll talk a little bit about the Teichen of the Halachas as well as the name of the Halachas. And the famous Sicha for Parshas Balak and Chilik Yudches, the Rebbe notes that the reason that the Rambam put these Halachas in the end of his Sefer, even though L'Chayr, as we will see, the opening halacha of Hilchas Malachim, says that there was three mitzvahs that the Eden got. First, to make a melech, then to build a Beis HaMikdash. And the halachas of the Beis HaMikdash that Amam already put way earlier in Sefer Avedah, so therefore one would L'Chayr expect that Hilchas Malachim should be before that. Nevertheless, that Amam puts them in the end of the Sefer. And the question is why? Then Advaz writes, L'fisha dinov hilches shicha, because the dinam of these halachas are halachas that are going to apply a Mashiach Tzaitan. But the Rebbe says, first of all, many halachas in these halachas are actually not shayich to Mashiach's times necessarily. And for that reason, for the same price, the Ramam should have put all of Sefer Aveda and Sefer Karbonis also later on in the Ramam, because these are things that are going to apply only when Mashiach's times. Now, when it comes to Karbonis, the Rebbe Taka notes that since the Ramam paskins in Hilchas Beis Abchira, Makrivin Karbonis, Afo Pisha, Insham, Bayez Bonoi, so maybe Sefer Karbonis belongs before. But uh, definitely with the Bismuthish itself, that cannot be an answer. We know that Ramam paskins, Mashiach, Bayna Mikdash, as will be Maidach and Perikid Aleph of Hilchas Malachim. So we're back to square one. Why are specifically these halachas? at the end of Sefer HaRambam. And the Rebbe explains that uh, a po- another possible answer, I'm sorry, before the Rebbe's final answer, is that maybe they're Din HaMelech, they're only a mitzvah and a yachit. Even though multiple halachas in these halachas, as in Perik Hay, the halachas of going back to Mitzrayim, etc., are shaykh to every year, but Akopanam, the majority or the theme of the halachas is something which applies to one individual yid. However, the Rebbe says, that the Rambam is trying to stress that the shleimus of when we are mekayim Torah as a whole and halacha as a whole is when we have melachim. Because as we're going to say later, one of the jobs of melachim is to fight the Abishra's wars, to cut off Zerah Amalek, to build the base of Chira. That's the setting which allows for the ultimate completion of Kiyam HaTayra Mitzvah Zanachas HaTayra. And therefore, it's at the end to show that's the ultimate way to fulfill the Torah. The Payal, the first time this was done was to David HaMelech. He was Melech Al-Kal Yisrael, he was Kavish Kol Eretz Yisrael, and he began actually the preparations for the Binyan Beis HaMikdash, and therefore Malchus um, technically begins with him. In Tavshin Lamed, that had been noted that there's 12 Prakim in Hachos Malachim, Keneged Yud Beis Shifte Yisrael. And then the Rebbe said, and in the end of Perik Yud Beis, we talk about Mashiach, Sheyelamed as Kol Ha'am Kula, which I imagine means that you know, in the end, we have an Achdos of all the, all the 12 Shvatim. Now, the full name of these halachas, technically, is Hilchas Malachim Umilcham Yiseyim. As the Rebbe notes in multiple places, and the Rambam himself says this in the Minyan HaMitzvah Sasedar HaHalachas in the beginning of the Rambam, and uh, in the Kisaras of Sefer Shoftim. And of these halachas, when we look in all prints, we see this name, Hilchas Malachim Umilcham Yiseyim. Or, Hilchas Malachim Umilcham Maybe not the wars of the Malachim, the, the halachas of Malachim and wars. But even according to that girsa, that says Umul over here, in the Hakdamas HaRambam, when the Rambam explains the Teichen of each Sefer, even there, according to the girsa that it says Umul Chamois, the Rambam also says, um, he adds the words Umul Chamoisav, Umul Chamoisav, Umul Chamoisav, even if not in the title of the halachas, but in the description 
of Sefer Shaftim. So which again is Miramis to the fact that the Rebbe brought this up repeatedly, that one of the Gdarim, one of the mitzvahs, Hamelech, is that he fights Milchames Hashem, and therefore that the Halachas is specifically attributed to him. It's the Malachim and their wars. However, I should note that in Tavshin Membez, I believe it was Yedalaf Nisan, the Rebbe said that although the technical name is Echos Malachim and Milchameseyem, Ba'ashgach HaPratis, the Rebbe used that word, the name of these halachas, Befiha Am Kulay, remains Hilchas Malachim without the word of Milchameseyem. In Chilich there's, a, there's a, a note where the Rebbe makes that the Ramam calls it Malachim Stam. He doesn't say uh, Malachi Beis David, because the halachas include Malachi Beis David and Malachi Yisrael, as the Ramam says, Kol Mitzvah Samalchos Nehagos Boy, both to the ones of Beis David and to the ones of Beis Yisrael. The mitzvahs in the beginning of these halachas, the first mitzvah that Rambam writes is Lemanes Melech Mi Yisrael, to appoint a king from the Jewish people. Now, this is an interesting word, from the Jewish people. So the Abar Benel explains why does he use the Lashon Mi Yisrael, because the actual Minui Melech is not a mitzvah necessarily that we have to make a melech. The mitzvah is only, as the Pasuk says, if the Yidin say, we want a king, so then, in other words, the mitzvah is only if it's coming from the Yidin, and not that it's one of the things that we necessarily have to do. The problem is, this does not fit with Das Harambam, that Moshe and Yeshua had a din of a melech. The Yidin didn't ask for them. Um, if they have a din of melech, clearly that the Rambam does not hold that the gather of the mitzvah of Malchus is only contingent on the Yidin's asking for it. The Rebbe explained that uh, as for that point, one could answer that maybe the Malchus of Moshe and Yeshua was not really a Din Malchus, it was an Indian Tafel to their Nesias. Their Nesias was really in the Indian of Torah, a different Geder in Malchus, as we'll talk about soon, um, and could have come not because of a Chisodin in the nation, but Adara because of the Maila that they deserved to have such a high type of Nasi, and again, as we'll discuss in Perik Aleph, Halach, Gimel. The Gufishal Inyan, however, regardless of whether we're going to answer the question of Moshe and Yeshua on the Barbanel, the Reaper Lo on the Rasag, Sefer HaMitzvah, asks other questions on the Barbanel and comes to the Maskana that the Ramam's Lashen should not be Lamanis Melech Mi Yisrael, but Lamanis Melech Bi Yisrael. And this is actually, in fact, how many Girsois have that word. That's what he says. Lefanenu, we have the Inyan of Bi Yisrael. Ever the Rebbe says, that uh, even Lefaneinu and Arag Yersoyis in the beginning of the Rambam, I'll say that Ha'alachis, the Nusach is Mi Yisrael. And so we'd have to come back to some kind of beer on that. But that's for the way that Rambam leaves the mitzvahs, and it's a mitzvah Laman is Melech Mi Yisrael. Perek Aleph, Halacha Aleph, the Rambam opens Hilchas Malachim with the following statement. He says, Shalish mitzvahs nitztavu Yisrael b'shas k'nisasam la'aretz. The Gitlin got three mitzvahs when they came into Eretz Yisrael, and that is number one to appoint a king, as it says, number two, to completely destroy, eradicate, and obliterate the descendants of Amalek, as it says, and also, thirdly, to build a Beis This is a Gevaldik Esicha, in Chilik Tazayin, parts of it we've already discussed in the beginning of Sefer Avedah, where the Rebbe deals with the Rambam's general shita in the mitzvah of Asuli Mikdash, and here we'll see how it ties in to Hilchas Malachim. And the question that the Rebbe opens with is, the Rambam over here gives one mucker for the mitzvah's binyan Beis HaMikdash, which is the Shichne Sidrishu Vasashama. In Hilchas Beis HaBchira, the Rambam clearly says the mitzvah to build Bayis L'Hashem, Muchan L'Makrib, Me'akrabanis, from the Pasuk Vasuli Mikdash. 
So which is the source for the mitzvah's binyan bris amikdash? The Lechem Mishnah writes two different sugyas. In Sefer Aveda, the Ramam is talking about the Mishkan of the Midbar. Therefore, he brings the Pasuk when they get to the Midbar. Here, the Ramam is talking about Mishas Knesas and La'aretz, and therefore he brings the Pasuk which talks about when they came into Eretz Yisrael. The problem with that is uh, the Rambam, in his Minyan Mitzvahs, where he only counts Mitzvahs Hanegas Lodeiris, counted the Mitzvahs Binyan Bayis Lashem as a Mitzvah say. Why would he bring a Pasuk that specifically refers to the Mishkan? Obviously, that's intended to refer to the main mitzvah of building the full Bisa Mikdash. And secondly, um, it would be very difficult to understand that in Halachis, which the Ramam himself calls, Hilchis Beis Habchira, in other words, we're talking about the Mitzvah Siladeidus of the Bisa Mikdash, the Ramam should bring a Pasuk of the Mishkan. And then in Hilchis Melachim, where the main focus is Mini Melech, why would the Ramam bring a Pasuk L'Shich and which is talking about Mishkan Shili or Beis Halam, where the whole focus isn't Michlal on the Beis Mikdash? So, that answer doesn't work. Furthermore, another possible answer which doesn't work is that maybe you can say that let in Sefer Aveda, that Rambam was relying on the Midrashim that learn the mitzvah klalis of Binyan Beis HaMikdash from Vasuli Mikdash. And over here he's bringing more of a practice thing, but because again, why would he bring here the Shikhna if the Pasuk, the mainly is Vasuli Mikdash, just bring that Pasuk here as well, it's no problem. And furthermore, Frakert, if you look at the language of the Rambam over here, it sounds like the Mokar HaAlacha over here is from the Midrash, from the Midrash, and the Midrash over there Taka learns from Ba'asali Migdash. Lashon of the Midrash is Al Gimul Dvarim Mitzvah Yisrael Bikniyasas and Laaretz Livnis Lehem Beis Abchira Dichsiv Ba'asali Migdash. So that's the one question we're going to get to the Stira in the Psukim which he brings for the Beis Abchira. Second question, Kesef Mishnah's question. The um, Pashtos. Why in Sefer Rabbi did the Rambam not bring the Pasuk Vayamakem Asher Yivchar? It's a whole, a whole different Pasuk now that. that which Lechayda describes Beis Hamchira, place that Hashem will choose, is because that story, that Pasuk, Vaya Amaka Mashivcha Hashem, is what's called not a tzivu, it's a sipur ba'alma. Why does the Gemara and the Medrash bring the Pasuk? Is just to prove that Hachras HaSamalek comes before the Binyan Abayas. Now, when you cut off Amalek, then Vaya Amaka Mashivcha. So, now we have a third, uh, an additional question. Besides the fact that the Rambam Bichlau brings the Drasha Hapshuta, here, where he's talking about the order of the three mitzvahs, it would make more sense not to even bring L'shich Nesidrashu Vas Hashem, but to bring a totally different pasuk. So the Rebbe says, the answer to this entire conundrum lies in another interesting question. Why is the Rambam writing about all the three mitzvahs here? Talk about Mene Melech. And Merfundem, why do you begin with the extra words, Shalish mitzvahs nitztavu yisrael? As the Gemara always asks, why do you have to say a number? We'll see, it's three mitzvahs. And the answer is, because the Ramah wants to communicate to us that these three mitzvahs are they depend one on each other. In other words, they're separate mitzvahs, three separate actions, but a number of points. First of all, each mitzvah is also a prat, is a detail, and adds a shlemus to the other mitzvah. And I'll explain that in a second. And secondly, the shleimus that each adds to the other depends on their being done in a specific order. So, in other words, and then I've explained this much more by Pratyas, and we don't have time to get into this right now, is we're not just communicating to us, you know, the order of the Zmani Hachiv. Shemitztavu Yisrael, in the Rebbe's words, Mitzad Gavra, that they have to do three things in a certain order. We're actually describing Pratim in the stages of Minu Melech, the proper way 
to appoint a king. If you want to appoint a king in the proper way that the Mini Melech should be Bishlemus, the gather of Mini Melech demands that there has to be afterwards Muhammad Samalek and Binyan Besabhira, which is what the Ramam communicates by saying Gimel Mitzvahs. He says you should know there's a unit of three mitzvahs that are interdependent to the point that each one completes the other and dafke in that order. So to put it in, different, in a different frame, as the Rebbe does in the hardest in the Sikha here, that the shaykhs of these three mitzvahs one to another is on three levels. First of all, and this is the basic one, it's at the time, Pasha has to be in a certain order, one after the other, first, mini melech, then um, Amalek, and then the Binyan Besabchira. Secondly, Mitzad the Kiyum, the best Shleimazdika way to fulfill this mitzvah is when it comes after that mitzvah, and that mitzvah after comes that, that mitzvah. And more so, the third level is the Shleimus of the Cheftza of the Geder HaMitzvah is when it comes after this specific mitzvah, and that after this mitzvah, the third mitzvah is done. Or to use the Raga Chavar's signin, the Rebbe calls it in the Sicha signin Pashut, Mitzad HaPoyel, Mitzad HaPeula, or Mitzad HaNifal. Is it about the person doing it in the order? Is it about the action? This action has to be done to be complete now, and then this action has to be done later. Or what's accomplished? What you're, not, what you're trying to accomplish with Mini Melech or with Achras Azara Malik gets accomplished in its fullest form when it follows the recipe and the order of the Torah. Although the Rebbe does add that uh, this third level of Shleimuth could very well not be dependent on the order, but on the fact that you have the totality of the three. In other words, let's say, just to be Mitzayir, that you would have done all three mitzvahs in a different order, but now the Pil Mamish, you have all three things accomplished, King, Amolek cut off, and the Beis HaMikdash, that would also create the third level of Shleimuth. But upon the first two are definitely dependent on doing it in the order, in the proper order. So now, Says the Rebbe, the Rambam in this halach is talking about when Bishas Knisasan La'aretz, which was La'achere Kibush V'chiluk, right after they already did all the conquering and all the dividing of the land. And the truth is, says the Rebbe, that in a certain way, the Yidin had already fulfilled all three mitzvahs at that point. Although not, Petachos HaShleim was told the ultimate uh, base Elamim was built, Bes Mikdash, but they did have a Binyan bias, specifically the word bias, not an oil. It was in the Mishkan, in the Midbar, but they had now a bias in Shilai, as the Rebbe spoke about in Hukos Besabchira, there was a bias in They also had a matzav of Menucha in Eretz Yisrael, somewhat similar to Achras Azera Amalek, because it was the Achri Kibosh Bechiluk. And they also had a Melech, which was Yeshua, who had the gathered of a Melech, as we'll see later, and the Rebbe discusses also in Hukos Besabchira. Because of that, the Rambam was only able to bring the Pasuk of L'Shich Nesid Rishu. Because Bishas Knisos Amaretz, what was the way that the Yidin fulfilled the Geder of Binyan Bayas, which created the unit of the three mitzvahs, only with Mishkan Shilah? The Asuli is Mefurish talking about the Mishkan, could also be including the, mid, the, the final Besabchira later, but it didn't apply at that moment. Al-Darach the Pazak in the Kassav Mishnah brings that um, that's the future Besabchira. It didn't apply immediately in this time. Ramam could only have brought what applied in that moment. And then the Rebbe ends off the Sikha, that the three mitzvahs are also a Seder and Aveda. The first thing one has to do is Yira, Iskafia, which is represented by a Melech, Bitolelikos. Then you go to Ishapcha, which is represented in Mechias Amalek, who be Artaharamikirbecha, you completely change over the bad. And then you come to the level of Yira Yilah, which comes through the Besam Mikdash, or Mikdash Yitido. And this is why who had to start off? the Melucha, and the building of the Mishkan, 
In other words, the beginning of this concept of the three mitzvahs had to be through Meish Rabbeinu. Because Meish Rabbeinu's job, we know, is to be Mamshech Das and Hashem Yisrael, which allows them to come to Yira, and therefore he had to get the ball rolling to be able to start the first step of Mili Melech, Le'idach. The shleimus of these three things did not come about in Meish Rabbeinu's time. They came only in Beis when the Indian of Malchus was already Bishleimus of Begali through David Melech, and then it will ultimately reach its ultimate shleimus by Melech HaMashiach, where... The Rebbe says all three Yonah will be at their ultimate level of Shleimus, Melech Bishleimus, Hachrasa Zara Amalek Bishleimus, as we know, the Rebbe said, uh, my name will not be complete, my chair will not be complete until Mashiach comes. And um, Shleimus as well, which is also only Shaykh once you have Kisei Vashem Shalom, because truly the Beis Mikdash can only be built once Zara Amalek has been Nichras to its ultimate state. In Allah Chabez, the Rambam again delineates, Mini Melech, Kaidem Limulchemes Amalek. And this is a fascinating Rambam that I've referred to multiple times after the Six Day War, when people were talking about whether it was a Mechemes Mitzvah, not a Mechemes Mitzvah, because the, the Rebbe had been saying it was a Mechemes Mitzvah, and people were asking him, What do you mean? How can it be a Mechemes Mitzvah if there's no Melech? So the Rebbe says, Yes, it's true from this Rambam, we see that Mini Melech comes before war, but that doesn't mean that Mechemes Mitzvah is toloi in Mini Melech. Now, if it was, of course, we're going to see uh, in Halacha Gimel, the Ramam says you can't make a Melech unless you have a Bezden Shalshiv and Be'echad, and you have a Zikainim, and you have a Navi. So, uh, clearly there's no Melech nowadays. But the Rebbe said, even if we don't have a Melech, Melchemist Mitzvah is not toloi under being a Melech, and the Rebbe said, as far as why not? Because based on that, that would mean that every single Melchama, from after the death of Yehoshua, until Shaul was crowned king, which there was no kings in Bnei Yisrael at that time, it was only the Shaiftim, we're going to say that they didn't have any gather of Melchemist Mitzvah. And Bechlal says that Rebbe, when I used the terminology of Melchemist Mitzvah, the Six Day War, it wasn't to be used Bechal Apratim. So Melchama, the reason why we called it a Melchemist Mitzvah was because of Melchama, that it's a Mitzvah Lihishtatifba. As the Rambam will use later, the Shemus and Perikay and Perikvav, Ezra Yisrael Miad Tsar Shabbalayim. That's for sure not Tali B'mini Melech, because it's a it's a much lower level of Milchemes Mitzvah. It's a war which is obligatory for everyone to take part in. Akolpanim. What does the Rambam continue saying? That the Mini Melech comes before Milchemes. I want like he brings a pasuk um, from Shmuel. Said to Shaul, yeah, Oisi Shalach Hashem LeMishchach LeMelech Ato Leich VeKisa. Es Amalek. Then he says, Zara Amalek, cutting them off, comes before Binyan Abayis. And he brings another pasuk from David Amalek, that when David Amalek sat in his house, and then he said to Nasan Anavi, and the Ebeshter is sitting in a, in, a, in a tent. We have to build the Bishon Mikdash. So in the same Sikha from Chalik Tazayin, the Rebbe notes that uh, why does the Ramah bring Davka these pasukim? The Gemara brings other pasukim, yeah. And then, because the Pesukim in the Gemara says that have a, are to bring out the Seder's Manachiyuv. But the Rambam, as we said before, is not just communicating the timeline that the mitzvahs have to be done. It's also communicating the way that each Geder mitzvah gets its own Shleimus. The Geder of Kiyum Mitzvah Minei Melech and the Geder of Milchemes Vachrasa Zara Amalek is only when there's a Matzvah of Hiniach Loi, and then by Yemer Amelach to build a Bishop In other words, these Psukim bring out much more powerfully the fact that the completion of each step in the mitzvahs is only complete when the other steps are complete. Halacha Gimel. 
The Rambam says, And he gives an example of a Minu Melech which happened through 70 people and a Navi. In, uh, in Chilik Chav Gimel. But the Rebbe says, from the fact that the Rambam gives the example of Yeshua, clearly, Mino Yeshua was the Indian of Mini Melech. This creates a major issue that we don't find anywhere that Yeshua was Nimshach B'Shem and Amishcha. The Rambam later in Allah Chazayin says, K'shem Amidin HaMelech, Moishchim Eisar B'Shem and Amishcha. Who is Yeshua B'Shem and Amishcha? By the way, in Tavshem and Gimel, I think it's the built-in Muga of the Sicha, the Rebbe said that uh, we see in Torah that Meshach Rabbeinu did so many things to make sure, to communicate that Yeshua was going to be his Ma'ala Makim. <laughs> so imagine if he would have been Meshachim, Le'ine Kol Yisrael. There'd be no Taina, as Rashi mentions, or the Gemara mentions, that the Yidim would tell Yeshua, B'chayir Abcha L'chayir L'chalaharim Reish. He made him a Meshachah. Clearly from the fact that uh, there was room for this Taina, that means that Meshach didn't do this public display of of Meshichah. So why why not? He was a Melech. Now, then you get to Meshach Lein, which the Ramam also says in Nechaz uh, B'Sabchira, that Meshach had a Din Melech. That's not a major issue why he wasn't in Meshachah and Meshachah, because he became a Melech before the Tzivoy of Melech, Melech's Dinim and, and Shem and Meshachah. But Yeshua, it was it happened afterwards. So, some of Farshim want to say that uh, it's based on the Ramam himself. The Rambam Melchus Klein Mikdash says, "Ein Moishchim Imenu Ella Malchim Beis David Bilvat." Yeshua wasn't from Beis David, and uh, therefore didn't come in Amishcha. I we know Melachim from not Melachim was Beis David from from uh, Beis David. Uh, although they didn't get Shemin Amishcha, but they got Shemin Afarsamin. Why didn't Yeshua get Shemin Afarsamin? Because Shemin Afarsamin, even from Malchim Yisrael, is only Machlekes, and there was nobody arguing on Yeshua's kingship. But Akhopanim, the answer stands. Maybe Yeshua wasn't Nimshach because only Malchim is David get Nimshach, but the Rebbe says they can't be. Because the Rambam Pasuk, which he brings over here, is a Pasuk of Shaul. And Shaul is not, not Mibes David. So clearly when the Rambam says, Kishemamidin HaMelech, uh, it has to be HaMelech Stam referring to any Melech. And uh, obviously the din of Malchim is David only began from when David was Nimshach. So, why was Yehoshua not Nimshach B'Shem and Amishcha? Says the Rebbe, the beer is as follows. The Megala Amukis writes, that when the Eivishter, that when Moshe asked the Eivishter in Pashas Pinchas, Yifkei Dashem Ishalo Edel, the Eivishter should command, should appoint somebody over the community, Asher Yitzim Ba'asher Yivim, Moshe Rabbeinu used those words, Asher Yitzim Ba'asher Yivim, specifically. Because he wanted there should be actually two manhigim. There should be one manhig for Mulchama, one manhig for Taira. Which is why he explains the Havamina of the Meshach Rabbeinu that he wanted Yeshu Banai as Kvaidi. He knew that they weren't fit to lead necessarily in Taira. But he wanted there should be the Hismanus for Mulucha. At least there should be kings. The Ebesha told him, No, Echad Yinhag Isa, Mashan the Madrish, E. Efshalabez Malachim, Sheishtam Shubakasar Echad. It's impossible for two kings to use the same crown. And since Meshach Rabbeinu's sons were not Roy L'tayra, they weren't Roy L'kveidei Shal Meshach at all, and therefore Yehoshua was his full Memalimach. And that's the vart of the Megalam Bukas. What's the problem with this vart? The problem is, how does the Ebeshter say, Shtam Shem Bekeser Echot? It's Befeidash, not Keser Echot. 
One Kesser is Taylor. One Kesser is Malucha. And by the way, says the Rebbe, in later generations we find that there was always two Manhingim, not, not always, but many times, two Manhingim. One Manhingim Taylor, one Manhingim Tzarchiyam. So how come when it came to Mesha and Yeshua, that couldn't happen? Why couldn't there be a split of duties? One person will be in charge of Taylor, and one person will be in charge of Malucha. So the Rebbe explains, this is the Sikha we were referring to before, that there's a major difference between Moshe and Yeshua and the concept of Nasi Hassan Hedrin that would be developed in later generations. Nasi in later generations would take and not be a stira to the Nasius of the Melech, let's say. The Melech we know, in al he is the only ruler. And the Nasi wouldn't be a contradiction because the Nasi doesn't reach that level. He's one of the 71 judges. Yehoshua, since his Nasius in Taita was on a much higher level, as we know the Lashon Hashas, Umisada Li Yehoshua, the beginning of the Sechta of this, Umisada Li Yehoshua, as the Rebbe explains in the Hagdama Sarambam, is that Meishu Rabbeinu gave it over in a special way to Yehoshua, that he would have the special Darga of Nasius of a Melech. So if they were to split that Tafkid into two, it would Taka be Shnei Melachim B'Kesarech. Now what about Meishu's Hava? I mean, Meishu's Hava, I mean, it was because Yehoshua was playing Levana, maybe he couldn't give over the Taita on his own to this Kainim, it wouldn't be the ultimate Nasius of Taita, but upon the Ebershah was Megal, that no, Yehoshua has and enjoys the same status as, uh, as Meishu Rabbeinu Shleimus. Okay? That answers why it's the Kesar Echel, because they, they were the same type of Malchus. But in the end of the day, says the Rebbe, the Rebbe presses on, two types of Sarada, two types of jobs. One job for Tato, one job of, of Nesias. And the Rebbe explains because uh, it's actually not true. The Tafkid of a Melech truly is not only to take care of the physical elements of the Eden, but also, as the Rambam uses the Lashon, to carry out the Mishpatei HaTayra. It's always about the Eibishter and the truth. In other words, in the Rebbe's Lashen, it's a hemshech to the tafkid of Beis Danagadol. It's not a separate job. Of course, when his Nesiyas is the Nesiyas of Melech. And, uh, and therefore, it's one and the same Teichem. He, he, he continues and he carries out the mission of the Sanhedrin. Back to the beginning of our conversation. This is all going to answer why Yehoshua didn't get Meshicha all we find in Torah is smicha, because the Nesias of Melucha by him wasn't as a gather of Melech standing on its own. It was a continuation. It was a Tetzah of his Nesias in Torah. The Ikerinian of Yeshua was Nesias in Torah. And that was given through smicha. Like every time you give over Kech of Rabbanus through smicha. Meshicha is the union of Melucha. And since Yeshua's Melucha wasn't a real, wasn't, the, wasn't that kind of Melucha, it was a Torah Dike Melucha, Therefore, it didn't require the same requirements of Mashiach. Vas meint, vas kumtais. At the Gedr HaMelech of Yahishua was a completely different type of Malchus and the Malchus of Shaul and David. And therefore, it's no studio to say that, you know, the Lashon of Chazal many times that Shaul was the first king because he was the first king who was kingly in his job and not so much Tirani in his job. And this would also explain something fascinating. Why we don't find in Tirani specifically the Tzivay for Mashiach HaMelech. This is halachas that we know that king has to be nimshach, but it doesn't say anywhere clearly in Taira. Why? Because the way Taira made Melucha originally, says the Rebbe, was that the Melech should also be the Nasi of Taira, and he won't need the Shemana Mishcha. And therefore, Taira, Mitzad Taira, doesn't give Shetzibu. I hit the Rebbe says, forget, but we know that nowadays, Malchus Bishlemos is through David Melech and David Melech Taka needed Meshicha if Lechera is so important in Taita's eyes that Melucha should be a Hemshech of Taita. So, why did it come out that, that the ultimate Shlemos of Malchus will be David Melech? 
who requires Mashiach. So the Rebbe explains um, that Shleimus HaMalchus, when it comes to the Malchus, is actually, it stays there. It's uh, what's called in Lashon Kabbalah, Abba Yasad Brata Yeshua, was Kipnei Levana, so the Smicha of Meshat and give over this level of, uh, of Malchus. But, there, but, but when it's been Kaima, so to speak, the Malchus could retain its ultimate Shleimus. The Rebbe actually ends off with the Tzarechion, when it comes to Malach HaMashiach, He's going to be a melech and a rav. So he will have both gedarim. Will he require a mashicha or not? Just smicha. Um, which creates another tzarich ion because his name is Mashiach. And Mashiach is Hashem HaMashicha. Not the lamash chalidullah for chshivas. It's actually anointment. But according to what we're saying now, if the iker is in the seas of Taira, then he shouldn't require a mashicha. But the Rebbe says, Ula yiyo bezeh beiz shlavim. There will be two stages. One point where Mashiach will be anointed and then later on, the Taira element of him will so to speak, I guess, take over or outshine the level of melucha. Halacha Zayin. What does the Ramam tell us about Meshichas Melech? Once you are Moshiach a Melech, says the Ramam, that creates the schus for him, for his children, forever, Shehamalchus Yerusha. If he left a, a small child, we wait till he grows up, and he can fill his father's place as long as he's Mamalamukam Avesav, Bechachma Uviyira. Now, when it comes to this Ben Katan, who is Mamalamakim's father, we know in Halachid Beis that Amam says, Ein Moishchin Melech Ben Melech. So as long as the son is properly to fill his father's place, he doesn't require a second Meshicha. And uh, there's a fascinating Sikha from Chav Beis, I believe it's Ere Rosh Hashanah, or, just, or sometime before Rosh Hashanah, that Rebbe said, Magi Dvarav Liyakev, Chukav Mishpat Ali Yisrael. Whatever the Ebeshter does, he tells the Yid to do. So one second. You don't even, you don't even anoint a son of a king who was taking over his father. Surely, you don't anoint a king again once he's been anointed. So how come every year we have to go and re-crown Hashem as King Melech After one year, it's done already. Now, you could say that uh, we know one of the times you are Mashiach a king is So maybe there's a Yitzhahara that's a Menagel Kabbalah's Malchusay. And therefore, every year we have to anoint the Ebeshter again. But that's only a din when it comes to the Ben HaMelech. Here we're talking about the Melech himself. We don't find anywhere in Halacha that if there's a Machlechus on this very same king, that he has to be anointed again. So the Rebbe brings the Chakira HaYedua, whether Meshicha of a Melech is a pool that's done one time and it patters, it exempts the rest of his Malchus, or is it a pool in the which is happening anew at every moment. The Gemara uses the Lashen, Melech V'Kayin Hashta Zarim Ninhu. Talks about um, the Isra to anoint yourself Hashem and Amishcha. Pasukatera, you can't smear it on yourself for your own pleasures. And the question is, a Melech or a Kayan who already had it once, can they use it again? And the, the, the Gemara suggests that Melech and Kayan, although they had it once, but now they are considered a Zar, a stranger to the Shem and Amishcha. That would very much imply, like the first way, that uh, it's in you know, of Ptur. In other words, it's not like you're being anointed every second, but that you were anointed once, and that exempts you forever. And if it exempts your son, surely it exempts the Melech. However, says the Rebbe, this Vard can only be said by Basar Vadam. When it comes to the Eivishter, who is Mamtsi Kol Nimtza, and Mamtsi Kol Nimtza means constantly. So his Malchus is also being created constantly. And on the Eivishter's Malchus, the entire Mitzis, the entire Kiyam of Elt is hinging constantly. The Mele, the Hachtara of the Eibeshter, is Mishadesh through us asking once again, Malecha Elam Kulei Bichvedecha. 
If the reason why we have to renew the Abish's kingship is because it's Be'etzim being renewed every single second. So then it should be done every single second. How come we only do it once a year? Says the Rebbe, there's Brahman Chesed many times, that uh, the consistent Hishavos of the world is what's called Chidosh HaYashanah. It's, it's renewing things that are already old. Versus Rosh Hashanah, Lashon Ba'at Rebbe in Tanya and Gersa Kedosh, it's a Hishachos Mamash. It's Yeri Du Meir Er Chadosh Um Nechudosh, Shal Yehoyim Meir Adayim Meir Elam, and therefore, we have to that time of year, ask the Ebershah to, um, to do his Malchus again. By the way, just to return to that Sicha before in Chilich of Gimel, the Rebbe notes um, from this Lashon Yerusha, Malchus Yerusha, that since Malchus is Yerusha, it, this would explain why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted his children to take over his Malucha. He knew that they weren't Isaac and Taira, but he meant that, you know, Malucha, because Malchus is Yerusha, let, him, let his sons be Yerush, his covet. I, the Ramam, puts the Tanai of Mamali Makam Avesav Bechachma over Yira, but the Ramam continues. If it was only Mamali Bihira, even if it wasn't Mamali Bechachma, they can still put him in his place. And Benid and Didan, although they didn't do, they didn't learn Taira, but it doesn't say anywhere that Benay Moshe were not Mamali Makam Bihira. So why isn't that enough of an answer as to why Moshe is Havamina to give his children the Malucha? says the Rabbi, because the Abish's answer wouldn't match. The Abish's answer was they didn't learn Taira. But if Moshe Rabbeinu already knew that in his Hava Amina, so Teir Amand Chashmei. Obviously, we have to come to a deeper answer, which was, that, like the Rebbe said before, that it was the word of splitting the Malucha in half, the Teir aspect of the Malucha and the Malucha aspect of the Malucha, as we just finished speaking before. Another interesting point that Rebbe would mention a number of times is that, uh, as the Ramam here says, Malchus is Yerusha, Leha Malchus Bilvada Lekol and therefore, the Rebbe said the same applies to Nasi Chabad. And specifically, the Rebbe would mention when it comes to the Friedrich Rebbe, because he was a Ben Yachid, that the day that one Rebbe was Mistalik is Bimela the day that his Ben Yachide becomes the Nasi Yomanagadir, because any Yisrara passes immediately over to the Yerish. We mentioned a moment ago that the Rambam says that um, you know, initially we look for the son to fill his father's place, Bechachma Uviyira. But if he was only Malimak and Biyira, Alpha Pish in Malim we put him in his father's place, and then we just teach him so he can get as much chachma as he can. On the other hand, if he has no Yiddish Shemaim, even if it's chachmas and Merubah, we don't appoint him as the king. And the Rebbe notes in Yeshimah, the famous Yeshimah from Sumchter Tafrish Sadiq Beis, which we'll discuss in a number of elements from today as well, is that we see here that the Iker of a Melech is that he should be a Yiddish Shemaim. He lacks in chachma, okay, we'll teach him. But uh, the other way around doesn't work. And this fits very much with the Iker, Kavanas Mini Melech, which the Rebbe explains Baruch and that Rishima and Aranafkaminis later on in today's Shirambam, that the Melech's idea and essence, what he stands for, is to be a vehicle through which the Abishter, the Yidim will become bottled to the Abishter, which is the Immun of Yiddish Shemaim. There's a Lashon in this Halacha, which the Amam uses, Kevan Shanim Shach David, Malchus Ad Oilam. Now, Ad Oilam is a very exact wording here, and it actually means forever. And the Rebbe notes, Taka, in Chilik uh, Zayin, the Sikh we started off with, that from the time a David Melech was Nimshach, there is constantly a Melech Bivnei Yisrael. And this explains um, an answer to a question when I get to Bayis Sheni. In that Sikh we talked about before in Chilik Al, in, in the Halacha Aleph, the Ramam was saying that in every Tkufa of the Yidin, there was somewhat of a completion of all three Yonim, even if it wasn't Bishlem. Was there, right? Like by the, by the Mishkan, we had Yeshua, we had, we had a Bayis Shalavanim, etc. And when it comes to Bayasheni, we don't find the Melech. We may find there was no Jewish enemies, and we may find that there was uh, you know, opportunity to live in the but there was no Melech. So how do we, how do we account for that? 
So the Rebbe says that the word of Adela, even if there's no Melech practically, but Teirah is Kaveh, that once Dabr was Nimshach, the Yidin have the Gedder of Malchus, Ad Eilam. That's the Chayda, if I'm touching the Chayda correctly, that's the Rebbe's Kavana here. Now, when I get to this statement of Kevon Shanimshach David, Zacha be Kester Malchus, Vareha Malchus, Leil Lebonav Ascharim Ad Eilam, and he brings the Pasuk Shanemar Kis Acha Yiyah Nachin Ad Eilam. So we've seen already in this Machzer a number of times, beginning with the Chastal Matera, this Hadgasha of Kesar Malchus bin Negeta David. That Ramam uses the Lashon that he got the crown of Malchus. And as we explained then from Chilik Chavches, that Kesar Malchus is a reference to a special Maila within Malchus Bichlau. And that is that it becomes who he is, it becomes his Etzem. It becomes the Inyan Nitzchin, Lashon of the Pasuk here, Lashon of the Ramam here, Loyul Levanav Hascharim Ad Eilam. I, one could easily ask, Hamalchus Yerusha. So what's the Chiddush of Kesar Malchus? which David gave over to all his kids. The Gedder of Malchus Bechlal is given over to all your kids. So this has to do with something which we'll explain in a minute, in a later halacha, that the Ramam uses the Lashen, Iker HaMalchus LaDavid, um, and not other Malchus Yisrael. David has the Iker HaMalchus. What does the Iker HaMalchus mean? Malchus can be looked at in two ways. And again, this is talked about by Arucha earlier in the Chastal Matera, that um, one person could be called a Melech, simply because he acts in the position of Melech. He does whatever Melech does. But then you have a person who is a Melech bishleimus ube'etzem. He is a Melech in his personality. That's the Ikra Malchus. Malchi Yisrael are Melechim Bepeil. Malchi Beis David have the Keser Malchus, have the, excuse me, the Etzem Gedr HaMalchus. And because, Taka the Rebbe says, because there's a difference in the Cheftza of the Malchus, there's also a difference in the Gavra. That when it comes to Malchah based David, Melucha isn't an additional facet to his Metzius. Which in that case would be like, you know, he owns a possession, kind of. He has like a possession of Malchus, and when he passes it on to his kids, like passing on another possession. David Amalek's type of Yerusha was where Melucha became who he was. His Metzius was the Metzius and the Etzim of Amalek. But Mele comes out in that thing because the Etzim of Mahus Ha'av becomes the Etzim of Mahus Ha'banim and this continues out Elam. And this also explains why the Ramah brings the Pasuk, Kis Acha Yenachin Adelam. Ay, the Chayda, the Pasuk would be a Raya Lister. It says Adelam only when they get to Kis Acha. It doesn't say when they get to Zarek. Because um, in this halacha, the Rebbe explains, we're actually talking about the Nitzchius of Kisei David, of his Malchus. Shenken Lamashal and Chastamatera, the Ramah brings a different Pasuk. Over there, he's trying to bring out the word of Keser Malchus as a Hagdama to Keser Teira. And Keser Teira is a Marasha Kilas Yankiv. It's a reference to the, to the Kilas Yankiv, not so much the Nitzchis of Kisei David. That's as far as the Shinya, the Shinis, and the Psukim. But the Nakuda is the same, that David Amalek got the Keser Malchus. And as I said before, this Sicha is in Chilik Chavches. Now, in Chilik Lamit, Sicha, Benegeta Malchus, also, I think, in Chayesara, the Rebbe went through a similar theme, and uh, on this halacha, asking the question, what is the arichus hadvarim over here? Benegeh to Malchus David. L'chayda, the Ramam seems to be repeating himself. He says, in the beginning of the halacha, he says, every melech that passes away, it goes to his son, Malchus Yerusha, and uh, not only Malchus, every single surah, every single minui. And then he goes again, Kevon Shanim Shach David, Zacha Bekasar Malchus, similar question to the question in, in, uh, in Chilik Chavches. I believe that is a harder than Chilik Chav Hey. 
where the Rebbe uses a similar lashon. Doesn't say exactly in the same way. It says Tzarech Iyun, why the Rambam was soisim in the beginning of Allah. In other words, doesn't speak about any specific Malach. And then he goes about about David. Lachayda, the beginning of Allah is also only by Malchus based David. Although the Rebbe says that in that Ha'ara, that uh, the Rambam here brings an ayah from, from Shaul. So maybe before David was chosen, this din could have also applied to Shaul as a Malach Yisrael. And that has to do with Shaqavatari as to whether David Shaul got Shaman Amishkar, Shaman Afarasim, and Barakoponim. The main question that's at hand, Chilik Lamed, surely is why the Rambam seems to be using a double expression, first talking about Malchus being Yerusha by any Melech, and then going to David specifically. And the Rebbe says, Lechari Yishleimar, a technical answer. Any other Melech, we know it's possible for the Malchus to stop. Let's say you won't have a kid. Or you won't have a kid that's rather Malimakam Avaisa Bhachim over Yerusha. So technically speaking, this person's dynasty is not going to continue forever. Mashiach in David, maybe the pshat is that the Ebeshter promised him that Leiti Kares HaMolucham is that a David Leilam. He'll always have chosen Obiroi to take over the kingship. But that can't be the solution in this halacha because the Ramah writes the very same teichin in the next halacha, in halacha Tess. So why would he repeat his words? And furthermore, since the Rambam puts together this Nakuda of Leiti Kares with the Prate Dina Yerusha Samalchos, it sounds like it's talking not a side thing, in other words, a Haftacha that the Ebeshter gave David, but, may, but it seems like um, the Etzem Geder Yerusha Samalchos by base David is dependent on this vart of Kevon Shanimshach David Zacha Bekasar Malchos. In other words, communicating this a major chiluk between um, David's Yerusha and any other Yerusha. So the beer follows a similar theme again of Chilik Chavches's beer, which is that David was Zechah Bekasar Malchus, Ikara Malchus, not just feeding Durch, not just carrying out the Tafkid Hamalucha, but he himself is a Derhibin Mensch. Melech Beish Menusa Beetzem is Lashon of the Rebbe. And therefore, the Rambam is Medayik, that Malchus based David, Leiti Kardis Lailam. In other words, Mitzad the Geder of Malchus based David, it cannot become Ikras. When you have a king who is only a king in an additional way to his mitzvahs, so then, since it's something additional to him, it could stop. When you're a malach be'etzem, when the kayach ha'malucha is ingrained and innate in your nature, so there is no hefzik. It's going to automatically go from father to son. In other words, what comes out says the Rebbe, there's a fundamental chiluk over here between the Yerush Samachos of David and the Yerush Samachos of any other, any other malachim and any other surah any other job in general. When any other authority passes on to his child, it's a, like a possession passing on. I'm giving you over a nachal, giving you over a nechassim. David is a Yerusha haba b'derech memela. Again, a similar word to Chilich Havchaz. But the Rebbe adds over here, Lefizeh, when the Rambam writes, this is not the same t'nai as the beginning of the halacha, where the Rambam, when he talks about inheriting your father's kingship, it has to be malam makam avayisab b'chachmo that is talking about the basic level of Yerusha, of Malchus, where it's like a, like a nechaz, like a property. If you want to be able to carry out the position of king properly, you have to be chachm of Yira. The David HaMelech's Tanaya have different, different criteria. The criteria for getting David's etzim HaMalchus is to be a kosher. In other words, to be a, a truly pious man. If you want the Kayach HaMalucha, which is unique, to go over to the next generation, it has to be Zareh HaKshedim. Zareh Shedim HaKshedim are... Simply, unfortunately, not going to be Zeicha, because Malchus. And the Rebbe has a whole arichus in that Zeicha, I don't want to get into it right now, but um, what happens when a son of a king is alive when his father is alive? Do they have the Gedera Malchus even in their father's lifetime? Um, 
or does it only come once the father passes away? And that has all nafkimin, the whole bearing on the sugya of haftar of hashchayesara, when David Amalek gave the malucha to Shleiman in his lifetime, ayin sham v'timtza nachas. In Chelam Vav, there's a note on this halacha as well, where the Rabbi talks about the bechira of Malchus based David being a nitzchi because of the pasuk that says the Eibusher chose David karati bislevchiri ad elam achin zarecha. And this Nitzchis, Shachter, Metzius, and the Neshama of David, he was an Ebed Lashem, but Lashem Metachlis, and therefore the Eberster's Koyach, higher than change, was Nizgale and David. Let's get back to Halachaches, where the Rambam says, if you have a Navi, Shehemid Melech Mishar Shivta Yisrael. Typically, the Eberster, once David Melech was anointed, um, he got Kesar Malchus from all his kids. But what happens if you have a Navi who made a Melech Mishar Shivta Yisrael? The Rambam says, I'm going to go through an halachas and halachas, because there's a number of commentary from the Rebbe which shares these two halachas. The Rambam basically says, if that melech would follow Tera and Mitzvahs and he did the Eibishter's wars, he would be a melech, v'chol mitzvahs amalchus ne'agres b'ay. Even though, at the same time, ikra amalchus David, and uh, let's say there will be kings from David Amalek's children, but there could be also malchi Yisrael, as the Raya from Achiyash Leni, who made Yeravim a king, and he just made it contingent on im shomer tishmas ko'asher ha and uh, Achia said, At the same time, there'll be David Melech's kingship and Yeravim's kingship. So it's fine to have a Metzius of two Malachim at once in that way. However, the Ramam adds in Malach test that in the end of the day, Malachim is David, Heim Ha'imdim Lo'ilam. But if any other Malach comes up to authority, you should know for sure, Tipasik, Hamalchus Bebeisai, as actually Achia told Yeravim Bishaita, he said, It's not going to be. Um, for all the days. That's the way that Amram is Matziah, this Nekud HaMalchi Yisrael, in its essence. So, one point that Rebbe makes in Chilik Chafei is that the Amram is Medayik. He doesn't say, um, on the Chefzah, he doesn't say, Melech Mishar Shivte Yisrael, Shehem Midei Navi. No, he says, a Navi who was Maimid, Melech Mishar Shivte Yisrael. Because, Be'etzem, there cannot be a Melech Prati from any other Shevet, unless it's Tzivya Hashem. For a need, or to punish Shevet Yudah. Because again, the Etzem Gedan HaMalchos only applies to David. The problem here is that the Rebbe knows from the Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi says, Shnei and Shavin. Lo yizeh godlom yizeh. According to the Ramam, at the end of the day, the other milk is always greater. The Rebbe says, Yishlefadish, that um, the Rambam could, be ta- could, could explain that Yerushalmi, which says, Lo yizeh godlom yizeh, is what's called Lo yikaifi ahadadi. That they don't have to be subservient to one another. Or, there's actually enough kemina lahalacha. We know that a melech who does a hira, gives a halachic teaching, Mishgaga has to bring a special soyer for the melech. Um, in that way, it's leiza gadol mizeh. But of course, when we get to the power of malchus and the etzem gedera malchus, in that way, David Melech always retains his status. Now, one of the tnoim that the Rambam mentioned to, for the malchi Yisrael to qualify as a full melech is This is one of the proofs that ever brings multiple proofs that one of the gedorim and the mitzvahs of the melech is that he has to be Nilcham Muhammad Hashem, because it's those things that stop the Yidin from doing Tehidah Mitzvahs, if they have to fight wars, and the Melech's job is to ensure a setting for Kima Mitzvahs, is Bimele, he has to fight the wars. Another point that ever makes in these two halachas over here, Chilik Yutes, is that you have a Raya here, that sometimes the Eberster can choose somebody or something, Bechira, and Bechira does not necessarily mean to the exclusion of all others or that it can never possibly change. Like we spoke about in Hukhaz Besabchira, or the Ramam calls it Besabchira. 
In other words, you have the Ebershah gave Malchus based David, and yet you have a Metzius of Navi Shehem Bid Melech, Mishash Shifti Yisrael. Elamai. The Ebershah does promise at the end of the day that the Pasuk of Malchus Bebeser, or Lashon of the Ravid, Hoysa Shniel Malchus. In other words, you won't have the Amitis of Malchus, which would, by the way, explain, says the Rebbe, very interesting, Mechilta, the Mechilta says, actually, Nifchar David, you call Yisrael, Kshirim or Malchus, Mishin Nifchar David, Yatsu call Yisrael. Yatsu call Yisrael means everybody was excluded from achieving this sublime level of Malchus, but not that they couldn't, in fact, engage in the basic process of, uh, of being a Melech. Now, one thing we haven't addressed, we've just accepted it as fact, is that Amalchi Yisrael tipasek hamalchus mi But why is that so? Isn't it true that a Melech is a Chaleyelabon of Adelam? Said before in Allah Chazayim? Achiyah himself said that to Yeravim. So why, why is it so integral to know that Amalchi Yisrael tipasek hamalchus mi So in Tavshin Nun, the Rebbe explained that the Nitzchias of Malchus Beis Yosef is simply a Hachanan and Mesinas Koyach to facilitate the Nitzchias of Malchus based David, who actually got the Yikar HaMalchus, as will be Mizgal HaBashlemos, lost it lovely, that there will be an Achtos of Malchus Beis Yisrael, Malchus Beis Yehuda. And that's why the Rambam says, Achalei Kolayamim, not so much Achalei Kolayamim, the Malchus of Beis Yisrael is going to completely stop, in other words, the Hadgashev, then it's going to disappear. But that it's, it's Pashat not there with a purpose for eternity. Its purpose ends. Its purpose is to pave the way for the Nitzchitz of Malchus based Yehuda, once Malchus based David, once Malchus based David takes the stage, so now Malchus based Yosef's job is over. Very fascinating look, take on this, on this Nikoda. The Ravid um, asks a similar question over here. He says, said, not only Malchus passes on from father to son, but every single Sraare passed on from father to son. So even if you want to say, and I'm just touching up the Ravid's Kasha, even if you want to say that the Ged of the Malchus Yisrael is not Malchus, it's another Sraare, but any Sraare shouldn't have to stop ever. It should go from father to son. So in Chilik Chavches, the Rebbe says that the Pshat in Rambam is that even though Malchus Yisrael will have Yerusha, but it won't have the Maila of Nitzchis. Malchus is David, Heim Ho'eimdim, and I guess it connects to that word, which could have been the suggestion of Chilik Chavches, that perhaps you won't have a son that's going to be doing the Malamakam of Yisrael, and therefore it technically will stop, but not that it, because, because it doesn't have that Malam Nitzchis. But not that, it, in other words, we're looking to stop the Malchus. Just, it's just not going to have a Hemshech. Okay, moving on to Halacha Yud. Halacha Yud, the Rambam says, Ein memanin esam b'yushalayim lo'ilam elamalech Yisrael mizera David. The only person who is appointed in Yerushalayim as a king is from the children of David. Chilik Chafedev says the reason for this because Malchus based David is Shaykh to the Besamikdash. As it says, Lebacharti Beir Mikoshivti Yisrael, Levin is Bayes, Lees Shmi Shom. I only chose David, Lees on Ami Yisrael. So we see that link between David and the Besamikdash. And therefore, only Malchus Yisrael, Mizera David, are anointed, appointed in Yerushalayim. Halacha Yud Beis, the Ramam says, so this came up for us before in the earlier Ramam in this Perek. But now we're going to deal with this halacha on its own, where the only time you anoint a king who is a son of a king is whether there's a melchama or a machlekes to nip that in the bud and let everybody know who the true melech is. Now, in Tashuch 
you can hear this in a recording and also in Chilik Dal, which printed it in, the, in one of the Ha'aras in the Sichan, I think in Shreftim or, or, or uh, the next Sichan, in Kiseitse, is that this halacha only applies Kaidem Sheyeshev al Kisei Malchusei. After he sits on his Kisei Malchusei, it doesn't matter what level of Machlekes there could be, you can have Rechavam. After he became king, ten Shvatan went away from him, and not Stam went away from him. He came with a Tziva from the Ebeshter, and they went away from Rechavam. He did not require a new Meshicha. Why? If Melech Melech has to be anointed, so even after he's appointed as a Machlekes, we have to, have to take care of that. So the Rebbe says, because Meshicha um, permeates the entire etzem of a melech. And as soon as he sits al kisim al chusay and he gets his kaina, the entire metzias, the entire etzem of the entire nation. So any machlekes after that, which is ma'ir, a suffix, or arouses the possibility of overthrowing the king, only affects kechas agluyim. It, it can't affect that kinyan, which is connected with the melechs and the, and the, and the uh, ams, etzem anefesh. Unless, the Rebbe says, if you're Pel Ma'amish Mechabal and other Melech, so then you're Mavatal, what you're Etzim from your, this king to that king. But, uh, the tr- but in other words, the truth of how to look at it is that nothing has been changed in the Etzim, and therefore, the old king doesn't require a Meshicha so long as he already sat, sat down on his throne. If he didn't sit down on the throne, yeah, then you have a Mechlekes, and you have to go, you have to go with, uh, with the Meshicha. Okay, that's as far as Perek Aleph. I know it's a ton of information today, but this is just how it's going to be. When the Rebbe Pashat spoke, a Ashirus ad ein shir of Biurim on the Rambam. Perik Beis Halacha Aleph. The Rambam begins and tells us that this Melech that we put on ourselves, Mesimin Loi Ema Veyira, the Lev Kol Adam, we have to actively put in the fear of him into everybody's heart. Shnemar Soim Tasim, Shatehei Emosoi Olecha. And the Rebbe notes, Tavshin Yud, it's interesting that in the way the Rambam expresses this Yira is all in physical things. We see it in He can't ride on his horse. He can't wear his crown. He can't uh, wear his garments. He can't see him while he's taking a haircut, taking a shower, etc. It's all in Yanim Gashmi. In other words, it's all the way that the Pneumius of the Melech is seen through a Levush Gashmi. It's Gufim, it's Levushim. But in Yanim Ruchnim, we don't say this in the Kuda of Yira. The word of being pale of people's fear doesn't have to do with the Ruchnim's taking side of a king. Um, there's an Igris, a letter from the Rebbe, somewhere in the late Tafshins, where the Rebbe talks about how Chazal taught us many things about the Oifen HaMalucha and Malchusa Derekiah from the way we treat Malchusa Ara. And one of them the Rebbe brought from this Rambam. But over here you see on the one hand, there's the Inyan that the Anshe HaMalucha have to be with a great Havdala, have to be greatly separated from the king. That's why we can't see him in all types of situations. We have to purposely um, work to become fearful of him. The Yidach Gisa, he's the Melech. In other words, we recognize, even if we don't see him up close and personal, but we recognize his gedula in some form, in some shape. So therefore, you have this dual thing. You can't get too close to him, but you still know that he's great, so you accept him as your king. Although we don't have a hakara, full hakara in the Ebeshter, we have a hakara ketzas, that's already enough to make him our king. At the same time, we retain that extreme level of bitl and distance from the king. There's a lot, a lot more examples, not, uh, not in the Rambam, but the Rebbe brings another number of examples where we see this vart that more details we learn about the Eibesh there through the way we treat a physical king.
What are some of the examples that we cannot do for the king? We can't, we can't do with the king's possession. You can't ride on his horse. Ein mishtam shin b'sharvitoi, v'lei b'kisrei, v'lei be'echad nikol, kletash mishav. Can't use a scepter, his crown, or any of his utensils. Chilich of Gimel, the Rebbe points out that kisrei is put in the same sentence as his horse and kletash mishav, even though in the Megillah we know that uh, Haman asked for the keser, and the sus, and that Achishver says, the Nosan Alevush Vasus. He didn't give the Kasser because the Kasser is a whole different level. But the Ramam Apialachas seems to not divide. Abevs we have later in Lachahed, the Ramam says, Vieshe Vakisim Alchuzi Paltin Shaloi, Umesim Kasser Bereshe. There, the Ramam already seems to be separating the Kasser from everything else. So, the Rebbe doesn't be Marchim in this Nakuda, I guess it's just like the Ha'adab Alma, that you see the Ramam using both Ketzavis in this Indian. And that is a very interesting Sikha in Tavshin Mem Hey on some of the technicalities of these halachas. The gimbal that Hamam says, yeah, You can't see the king in, in his you know, degrading states. So one of them is when he's taking a haircut, or one of them is when he's in the shower, in the bathhouse. So the Rebbe says, you know, in the end of this halacha, that Hamam says, The whole idea of this is that the king should look beautiful. It's why he takes a haircut every day, etc. So in order to get a haircut, Somebody has to give him the haircut. It has to be a barber. Now this barber is going to be being over on this Easter to see the king. That's done not by the king himself. One of the jobs of an Eved for his master is to bathe him in the Besamerchats. So he's going to be seeing the king. The Ramam should have bavarned this. It's a state of Obey. It's not like a, you know, we have this cloud that the Ramam doesn't bring to him in the Chudashim that were not mentioned in Shas. This is not a din al-Mukhudash. This is just a basic technicality that has to be bavarnt. Some of Farshim says the Rebbe answer, Okay, take it. has to be a barber. And uh, he has no way out. So the Isra wasn't said for him. But first of all, the Rebbe says that, that, that's a doichik. End of the day, you're being mevatl l'tzivli y'masi alecha. But even if we accept that, um, we would have to then say that whoever is going to be this barber that's going to get this job of being over the Isser, we would definitely want to lessen the extremity of the Isser. So that could bring up a couple of possibilities. For example, we could have a child do it. A child, you know, it's less of a bit of but that wouldn't be possible because we don't find that Ketanam should be mumchim in Tispaitis, in the job of giving barber or giving haircuts. Another option could be an adult should give the king a haircut, but uh, we'd have to find some way to be memayit, the bitul ha'ima. And that could be in two ways. There's equally two ways to look at it. One way to look at it is to have one barber. He'll be the sapra kavua. Because that way, you, um, you have less of quantity of people. You have only one guy as mvatali iser. And imasi alecha for everybody else. The other option is to say, no, let's better get a number of barbers so that there should be nobody who gets used to seeing the king. Because if you have one kavua dike barber, so it comes cheap for him. Then it could have been Allah. And the Rebbe says that this is Prabhupada with the famous Machlaikas, if Kamas is Machriya Echos or not. In other words, is the quantity of times seeing the king worth the quality, or maybe the quality is better, and therefore we should get less uh, times than more people. Same Nakuda. What do we do? We get number of Mishamshim so that nobody gets used to it, or less Mishamshim. And that one mishamish we battle the thing. So in other words, to say this answer of Yafsha Balavachi, you're getting yourself into many, many specific details which should have been learned and uh, make it a daychik.
The Rebbe says, Venida Yoyser. It seems better to say that there's a possibility, there's got to be a possibility how to have somebody give the king a haircut or a shower without being mevatale mosyolecho at all. The Rebbe gives one offer. Maybe it's through the Evid of a king. Not just a regular guy, but an actual Evid. An Evid we know is not a Metzias for himself at all. So it won't be a bitulatzivoy. But that's not possible to say Begashmis, the pale mamish, the facts are. When you spend too much time in a certain situation, you become desensitized to it. So, it's this evil is going to give haircuts every day to the king. At the end of the day, you'll get insensitive to seeing the king in that state. And especially, says the Rebbe, that, that will actually lead to the rest of the nation cheapening this tzivoy because they're going to know that there's somebody, some evid, who is chayav be'emas ha'melech and yet sees him with a haircut. That cheapens the level of the king's chashivos in their eyes as well. So the Rebbe's final answer, very interesting, is that it's possible to find somebody who the chiyuv of Yemasei Alecha does not apply to. And here's the Rebbe's solution. It's at a time when you have Malchi Yisrael, Malchi Bez David. So you get somebody from Malchi Yisrael to give Melech David a haircut. And you get somebody from Shevet Yehuda to give Malchi Yisrael a haircut. Because each one is a full Melech for his subjects. But the other ones, his subjects, have zero chashivas for him. Another possibility that Rebbe says, bring a guy, a guy from a different country who isn't under the rulership of the Yid, he'll give the haircuts, he'll give the showers. But the Rebbe leaves off with an adayin sarichiyon. Moshe Rabbeinu, Melech Haya, is b'meleh, he had all these dinim, and Rama himself says, he gives Moshe as an example for this. So how did he get a haircut? All these answers don't make any sense. There was only one melech, so everybody was in Zechayi Be'i There was no goyim around, and it would be a massive chiddush to say, says that they brought a goy into the Anani HaKovid to give Meshach Rabbeinu a haircut. So this requires explanation, and the Rebbe left it off with a tein l'chacham v'yachkam oit. We'll get back to one more prat that the Rebbe said in that sicha in a later halacha, but let's first continue on this halacha. Another thing that has to do with a prat of Yiras HaMelech is that Enei Choylitz, he does not do chalitza. Why? Part of the process of chalitza is v'yarka b'fanav. We have the almana of the king's brother would spit in front of the king. And we can't embarrass the king. And even if the king wants to, ain't shaymenloi. What comes out from this? If he can't conduct chalitza, he can't conduct yibum either. Because to do yibum, you have to be a bar chalitza. It's not a bar chalitza, it's not a bar yibum. So this Rambam is dealt with extensively in the Rashima. It was printed in Chavar Zayin, and again in Chavar Zayin, from Simchas Terarish to the base, Shnas Hakil. When the Rebbe spoke about the Nekud of Ba'arichos, that the Iker Kavanas HaMelech is to be pelged a Shemayim and a Bitl by the people. And the Rebbe dealt with a number of Rambams that seems to be in contrast to each other about king, and, was, and, and resolved them with this Yisait. One of them is this one over here. Here the Ramam is saying, yeah. Earlier in Nechaz Chagiga, when it came to Hakel, we said that the Melech is Mekabal He has to receive his Sefer standing. Based on what? The story of Agrippas. Agrippas and Melech received the Torah standing. For reading Ba'amidah. Ah, the Gemara asks, How did he stand up? So the Gemara says, Mitzvah shine. Now, if mitzvah shiny, if a mitzvah, when the king is doing a mitzvah, it's different. And over there he's allowed to be mechel is covered. So, 
Over here also, it's a mitzvah to be miyabim, mitzvah to be lachlitz. So the din should be kvayde mocho. And if I care, we should find some kind of story in Gemara where shibchuchachamim. It should be a praiseworthy thing to go ahead and do a mitzvah bimavatl is covered. So the Rebbe says a fascinating beer, which is the Yisei that goes through many, many parts of this Rishima. And that is, it's not so much that mitzvah shiny. It's not a blanket statement that if the king's doing a mitzvah, it's fine. It has to be a very specific type of mitzvah. Is the king doing the mitzvah going to contradict his very essence as a king? Again, his very essence as a king in this Rishima is, Hamshach has bitul, shaman to people watching him. So the question is, by doing this mitzvah, is that going to fly in the face of what he's trying to accomplish and bring more Yiddish Shaman to the people? Lemashal, being Yonenu, yeah? He's standing by Hakel. He wants to get a Sefer Teira standing. If anybody watches the king stand when he gets a Sefer Teira, it's not going to cause any level of Yiddish Shaman to be cheapened by seeing the king in that way. But if the king does Chalitza and somebody's going to watch the wife spit in front of the king, that, for that moment, is going to contradict the bitul of the wife to the king. Which, by the way, is Mamre's story in the Gemara, in Ksubis, where, the, where the, there was a kala coming down the street, and the melech went away from the kala. And that was a bad thing. We said the melech shouldn't have given cover to the kala. Because again, at that moment, the bitul hakala is destroyed. So the mele, the mitzvah shami does not apply to chalitza. What about yibum? So here, this goes into a different discussion. Rashi says that um, why is it a bizoyin for the king to be miyabim? He says it's a bizoyin because Zara Yaakov Mashem Ochev Hames. Here the king's going to have a child and it's not going to be called his child. It's going to be called the, 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 the dead brother's child. But the Ramah doesn't say that the bizoyin is in Yibam. The Ramah says the bizoyin is in Chalitza. And Hoyul Ve'en Chalitza in the miyabim. Now, one would say, if you were faced with this machlekes, that uh, the Svara goes like Rashi. In fact, the very first Yibum that we find in Taira, which is Aaron Einon, it says, And when he realized it wasn't going to be called his son, he didn't want to do Yibum. So, why does Rambam explain it this way? That the Bezoyin is only in Chalitza. And it's, since it doesn't do Chalitza, there's no Yibum. So the Chayda, the Reb says, Ef Sholeimar, the Rashi... The, the Rashi Svara doesn't apply in every case. Because what happens if you have a king, let's say, whose brother was a king? There's no Bizayan. The kid will always be a prince. Even though it could be still Bizayan, because you know, maybe it's not his kid, it's a different Melech's kid. Or as the Pasuk says, Ein Shilton be a so it could very well be that the, that the brother who was a king um, becomes Ois Melech. So there's still a Bizayan. Svara is like, Svara still holds out like Rashi. But based on the Rabbi's Yisoyed, um, it's very move-on why the Ram cannot say like Rashi. Because let's say you take on the Bezayin of Rashi, yeah? It's just, having another kid is a Bezayin for the king. Okay. But it's not showing honor to anybody else. Nobody's getting less bottle to the king because he's doing it. The whole gathered of Hamshach HaSid doesn't even apply over here. And there's a mitzvah. So if there's a mitzvah and no problem with Bezayin for anybody... The king has to do the mitzvah. Therefore, the Ramam cannot say that Bezayin is the reason for Yibum. No, Bezayin is the reason for Chalitza. Over there, the Bezayin flies in the face of Yiddish Shemaim and therefore cannot be done by the king. The only Svara why it can't be Miyabim is because By the way, when I get to the Haggadah of Melech Shemachal, there's a, just a short note from the Rebbe Chetlam where the Ramam says, Milsa 
Why can't the Malach Mecha on his covet? Because the whole covet of the is not his own covet, it's covet of Malchus. Covet of Malchus, you have no permission to um, be Mavater on. Okay, Halacha Hei. Says that Amma Mamelech Mistaper Bechol Yoim, or Mesakin Atzmayu Misnoi Bamalbushim Noyim Mufuadim, he wears beautiful clothing. Shanamar Melech Biyofia Techazena Yinecha. Chil Amid Hei, the Rabbi says that in Shas, the Pasuk is only brought in a get to the Mistaper. The fact that he takes a haircut. The Rambam adds the Pasuk, also as well as the Mesakin Atzmayu Misnoi Bamalbushim Noyim, it's the Rambam's Chidish. The Rabbi doesn't explain why, just notes that point. And here's the other point from the Sikha before from Memhei, that Rebbe says, right, it's a technical question, the Klotzkash from the Rebbe, that um, what, what does the king do by Yom Mimho Asurim Mitispeides? Midivir Seifim even. Koshkin if it's Cholam Leid. You have to have a Shinoi. Why do you do Shabbos Yom Tev? Is it Mutter B'Shinoi? Is it Mitzvah Seyach Shevei? And as the Rebbe takes Lashon Kol Yen Kipshutai. Has to include also Shabbos Yom Tev. So how does the king go ahead and take haircut on those days? And the Rebbe left it with Tzarech that's the only person he stands up for the king Godel. When? When he asks him, as well, it's a mitzvah on the king to be when Sanhedrin come inside, Chachmei Yisrael come inside, he should stand before them. Why? Says the Rebbe, because the Melech is Mechabal Torah from the Sanhedrin. Or to use another Lashon from the Bilti Muga, Tavshin Chavav, not just Agripas, who was not Malchibis David, even a true Melech, like Yehosh Shafat, who is the example that Amman brings, has this din. Because in the end of the day, every Melech is Mechabal from the Baal Yitayda. Ay, Benegat HaMelech, we say, Ein al of Elo, Hashem called. That's only Benegat to the Shlita, to the rulership over the nation. Therefore, that Amman Taka adds, Behem that the king should not stand up before Hesia, only Betzina. Kedesh Tehirasi B'Levakel. Um, that's taka result of the word of Enagab of Hashem Lekov. But, Benegea 2, Taira versus Malucha, Malucha is definitely Makabal from Taira, and therefore, he has to stand up for Tamedech HaChamim. By the way, from this din, that a Melech has to be Makabal in Taira, and the Rambam means the Pasuk from Yeshafat, that even a um, regular Tamachachim would come inside, he would stand up from his chair, he would kiss him, he would say, Rabbi Yomayri, this is a raya that Malchus doesn't require the Melech to be a great Lamdan. There could be greater lamdan than him. And this, the Rebbe ties in, that Moshe, uh, who was the Mufla Shabbos Anhedrin, and Mashiach, who we say is going to be the Shleimus of Kimitzin Teitzisayda, that Mashiach is going to be Mulamid Kolaam, this has nothing to do with the Geder of Malchus of Mashiach, separate thing, that Mashiach is going to be the greatest Torah scholar, doesn't have to do with his being a Melech. Now, as we said before, the Rambam says that this tzivoy of the king to stand up for the Mitayra is only sorry, only when, when he is B'tzina. He should do it. But if And the Gemara Taka uses this exact lashon. In the above mentioned Rishima, the Rebbe notes that why should there be a difference? If it's Hepech, Kavid HaMelech, Melech Shemachal HaKvede, Ein Kvede Machal, and not, and, and, in the way we explained before, that it's taka a stira to his hamshachas habitel because he's being mavaza himself in front of the limitator. So the Rebbe says a different answer here, and this is a, a big arichus nereshim. I'm going to keep it short, and that is that there's two types of melech. There's a melech who is mamshich habitel chitzaini, and a melech who is mamshich habitel pnimi. 
a Talmud Chacham doesn't require the Bittel Chitzeni of a Melech. He's only there for the Bittel Pnimi. So Farkert, when he comes to the room, the Melech has to honor him. But that's only when it's between him and the Melech privately. But when it's Bifar Hesia, others are watching. They're the lower level and they require the Bittel Chitzeni. So the Melech is not able to go against a Bittel Chitzeni. When it comes to the Talmud Chacham, he's able to go against the first level of Bittel because it's not a Bittel which the Chacham needs. But when it comes to Shara'am, he has to make sure never to transgress their level of Bittel. In Allah Chavav, the Ramam uses the Lashem, the same way that the Eberster gave the king much covet from this people, the king himself has to be to be low and humble in his own heart. And it's a very interesting Lashem, What's, what's the Kederach Kach? It's two Pratim. The Abishar gave the king much honor in the eyes of the people, and he also has to be humble in his own eyes. But there have been notes in a number of places that the same way, well, here's one from Chilikid Beis, it, it's the letter in the back. That same way the Abishar we know, so to by a Nivra who is representative of the Abishar in this world, the din is that in the place of the greatest Isnasus, and Lifi Erech the Isnasus, Kederach Kach, and the same way has to be the humility. Tachas Abitu. Or in the lashon of the, another Ha'ar Chilikitches, where the Rebbe says Kederach Kach shows that the Reimamus of the Melech is farbunden with the Tachlis Abitul of the Melech. Or to use another lashon from the Rishima mentioned before, Kederach Kach is very much Meduyak. The two things have to do with the same reason. Every time we say Kederach and Kach or Gishem Kach, it means for the same reason this happens, that happens too. What's the Kederach Kach over here? The Rebbe says because the two things, the Melech's Kavit and the Melech's Bitlaf, have the same reasoning. The main kavanah of Minim Melech is for what? To bring the Yidin to a bit of the Ebeshter. But merely he has to also be bottled himself so that he can carry out his main mission. So it's Mamish Meduya, Kedarech and Kach. Moving on to Pele Gimel, the final Pele of this year. Be'ez, says the Ramam Malacha Aleph, Be'ez, Shayesh of Malacha Kisim Machusei, Kesev Lisei Fertaida, he has to raise a Fertaida, doesn't move from his face. Shanamar goes with him wherever he is. Shanamar Behaisa, Imei, Vekara Bey, Kalyame Chayash. And we discuss this at length in the Chasefer Teira, the Gedarim and the Rebbe's Bidim are about the Melech's Sefer Teira. But one proud that the Rebbe says over here, again, tying into the Rebbe's Vart as a theme, which comes up again and again, that the Melech's Gedar is Leichem Melchamas Hashem. So here we see that even any Melchamas that the king makes is in the end of the day, Melchamas Hashem, from the fact that he takes Teira with him to war. Halacha Dal Dramam says in Pele Gimel, You shouldn't have too much money if it's just to be put in the treasury to pride himself with or to make himself beautiful with him. Being here, but loike. says, this explains that there are certain oitzlis that the king has which he actually uses to carry out kingly matters. Let's say his, for his funding. Then you have oitzlis amelech. There are Eitzras Hagnuzim, Shaykh to the king himself. The Etzim Metziah's being a king is totally in the fact that he has Eitzras Gnuzim of Avadam Tevis and Margolius, with which he delights and enjoys. And that adds to his Reimamus Ha'amitis, his Nasus Ha'atzmis. This is a big topic explained in the Chizim. And the Rebbe says, Tarek Yangtzas, how we match this up with the Salach and Ramah. Layar Belahaniach Bignazov. Just to put in your treasury, you can't stand have money, you can't stand have treasures. 
The Rebbe says that's exactly why that I'm an ant. He's goyz boyly. He's noyz boy. The issue to keep it in your treasury is only if it's not for the shleimus hamalucha. It's simply to be he's goyz or he's noyz klapiyam. That's when it's usher. If it's for your own etzim, it's here says king. It's actually mutter. And uh, we'll talk more about these pratim when we get to the exceptions of the ribuya kesef. The Rambam says you can give it to your to your army, to your servants, to your shamashim, or leitzer bais Hashem. Those we will discuss by Hashem tomorrow. And Allah Chavav, the Rambam says, the famous expression, Shaliboy who laid kol kahal Yisrael. And there's a number of beautiful from the Rebbe on this Nakuda of the king being the heart of kahal Yisrael. First of all, I'll just say from the back of Chilik Tesis, Mechtel Kolif Meshashana, where the Rebbe says that uh, we know, and it's going to come up for us in a few times later in this Pedic and also tomorrow, that the Etzem, Metzias of every person, the Chol Asher Loi, belongs totally to the king. This is Merumah's Nevart, Libo Yulev, Kol Kahal Yisrael. Now, some Gishmaka Begudim going to get to this peace gum that actually deal with the technical aspect of this vart, Libo Yulev, Kol Kahal Yisrael. Firstly, from Chilik Yutes. Chilik Yutes, the Rebbe notes the following. Bepashtus. When the Rambam says, Libo Yulev, Kol Kahal Yisrael, it's not... Although we use it as that term, we borrow from this Rambam at the Melechah's Begeder Leiv, that isn't the halachically technical point of this halacha. The Rambam is just saying, Liboy of the Melech is Leiv Yisrael. And since Al-Hasaras Liboy Ikpita Taira, therefore it's a big, big deal for the Melech's Leiv to be led astray. But since the Taira was Makbit, B'neget to Leiv HaMelech, so when we talk about the Shaykhs of the King to Kahal Yisrael, it's talking through the Leiv. In other words, in the end of the day, we can find in the Rambam how the Nakuda of Melech is the Nakuda of Leif. What's the Tam Lazad Bepashto? So look at the heart, heart physically. The highest of the entire goof is Toloi in the heart. So too, Kolkal Yisrael is Toloi in the Melech. That's the simple meaning of the Nimshalavir. But it's a big problem because Hanhogas Ha'ivarim is not through the heart. Who leads the limbs? It's the Mayach Shabarosh, the Mayach Viharosh. So why would we compare a king whose Indian is leading the nation to a heart? Ubifrat, that a Nasi, who is a lower level of Melech, Melech in Taira, is called Reish Hader. So, how could it be that a Melech is greater than a Nasi? should only be called Leikal Kal Yisrael. So, the Rebbe explains, Balashan Chachomim is a major chiluk between Melech and Nasi. Melech means Kibshutai, a leader, not necessarily a lawgiver or a teacher. Nasi, Nasi Hasanhedrim, Ruchin Stika things, Amudi Hahira, he's all about teaching lessons, teaching Taira lessons. Furthermore, Anasi gets a parnasa, a salary in the nation. Melech can get whatever he wants. There's no set salary. Takes whatever he wants, which is a very interesting paradox. On the one hand, you have the Melech's strength. Take whatever he wants. On the other hand, his weakness. All he has is from the people. And the truth is, he hamesanis. Since the whole purpose of the king is to serve the nation, therefore, everything he gets is from the nation. And this is the chiluk between Mayach Balev. And also the chiddush between the kaiches that are in the mayach olev seichel and Brain could be the mucker of the chayas of the entire body, but it remains separate from them. It's its own mitzias. Therefore, it doesn't move like the bloodstream does. Therefore, it's very calm. The heart is entire mitzias as lahachias hayivadim. It's constantly moving. Ratzi v'shayiv. Lashon adazayar rachich v'cholish. It's very soft and weak. In other words, it only exists for the other limbs. And this is why the king is compared to the heart, not so much because of the element of leadership of the body's limbs, but to how it works. The king is completely given over to the nation. There's a certain weakness in his mitzvah that he has to receive all his tzachim from the nation. And therefore, unlike a nasi, his Indian is not so much to be mayra 
because he is involved with the people's needs. Ein Melech is greater than a Nasi. That's going to get to his Shlita, to his actual rulership. And to get to Teda, of course a Melech is great. Of course the Nasi is great. But he remains the Rish. He remains the head. Head in the sense that he's separate. His Indian is to give out the Psaka Teda to the entire nation. And therefore we say a Nasi hu akil, even the heart. Because the heart gives over the highest of the Mayach to all the Ivarim. Sending by a Melech, whose Indian is, as we mentioned before today a number of times, that his Indian is to carry out the Nikuda, the Harirais, the, 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 uh, of the Nasi by the people. And that's why he's called the Lay. That's one beer in Chelikutas. Another beer that Abbe gives, and this is now coming from Sefer HaSichas Memches, also in Bugen Chelikutas, that the Maila of Hashpas Alev Teivari Haguf over anything else is that every Aver gets equal Chayas from the heart. Look at it simply. What happens from the heart? All the blood gets pumped out. So that is equal to the entire body. If you look at the Hamshachas Achayas, which the, um, the Mboyach gives, is actually in a very, very tailored, customized way. Every Aver gets its own specific Chayas and Kerech that are to it according to its makeup, according to its Tchuna. Even Ratzin, which is Malubash B'mayach and leads all the Averim, um, the gather haratzim might apply equally to all evarim, but but payol it's a retzainus shaynus and lashna derebe. There are different wills: a will to move the head, a will to move the foot, a will to think, a will to draw, etc. And therefore, the melech is compared after to a heart, because what type of chayes does the melech give? In other words, besides the fact that he's the leader of the people and he's mashpiel ibn Amadina, whatever they need, in yonam, and he's a reish in that way, but his ikara ingin is to give over what he is. His etzam achayis, which goes to everybody equally. And this also connects to the fact that the etzam metzias ha-medina is in Gansan farbundan and dependent on the king, like a heart which gives the etzam achayis to all the evari aguf. And so that's the maila, and it comes out in this sikha, interestingly, that the melech is both, melech is the reish and the lev. In the first sikha, like test, no, the nasi is the melech, is, is the um, reish, melech is the lev. Here the rabbi is saying, no, melech has both aspects, but his main aspect is, um, is being the lave the union of Etzim Achayis. Another word that Rebbe adds in Chilik Chavdalet is that the union of a melech, the maila of a melech, is echos, quality. Um, Bekamos, he's very little. There's only one king in the whole nation, which is the same as the heart. It's a echos chalush hakamos, that's what Rebbe says. It's quality, weak in quantity. Shank in the brain, all about quality, um, also, like the heart, but the kamos isn't as chalush, isn't as weak as the kamos of the heart. And so in that way, the heart has that maila of complete quality over quantity. Another point, and this is also from Memches, that uh, what do we know about the heart? The heart is the damwa nefesh. The blood there, the blood is there, and it's mechaya, the entire guf, from there. The mayach would be the head of the chayas guf. Chayas goes to all the avodim from the reish, um, the Kavid, which is the other extreme of the, you know, the three major Abraham, is Kulay Dam. The Lave is the highest of the body. It's the place of the blood. It's where the bloodstream gets directed from. And so you kind of have the Ikar, the Inya, the Chayas being connected with the heart because the Dam, it's in the heart, not just, you know, a Gili or a Hamshacha of Chayas from the Dam. That's in the brain. The Dam itself is coming from the heart to all the Abraham. Which is why same conversation we had before, the Chayas HaLev is B'Shaveh, Chayas HaMeich is not B'Shaveh, because the Chayas HaMeich is a Gili of the Dam, whereas the Chayas HaLev is the Dam itself. Another point, 
is that chayas is movement. Movement is only in the heart. It's constantly beating. And the same is the melech's job, that he has to add chayas to the yidin. He has to be their lave. He has to keep them pumping, keep them going. Tavshin and Aleph, the Rebbe says, that it's mashma, that this word applies not just to melech Yisrael, but to any level of malchus. And Tavshin Chavzayin, the Rebbe said, two points. First of all, that um, through the king being Leikokal Yisrael is actually Maitzi Yedei Chayvasam, all the Yidin with their mitzvah, just like we know that you use a hand to do a mitzvah, you use a foot to do a mitzvah, you use a heart to do a mitzvah, so that Leikokal Yisrael, Paters, Kol Kal Yisrael, from those mitzvahs. On the other hand, although the Melech is Leikokal Yisrael, uh, you can't be Yitzit with that. You know, from the Moshe for Kibbutz Goliath, you can't say, oh, the king's in Israel, everyone's in Israel now. No, you gotta have Kibbutz, Nidche Yisrael, Kib Shutai, through the Abrida Ruchnis nowadays of bringing together Nidchei Yisrael, kibbutz them, to Derechatei Mitzvah. And I found something interesting in Tavshim Membez, the Rebbe says that if this is so, by a Melech Basar Vadam, Libi Lechakal Yisrael, surely it's going to get to the Eibishter as well. And we talk of find in Midrashim that many times the, the Medrash communicates a marshal about the Eibishter through a marshal from, from a physical king. And the Rebbe connected this to what's in Tanya and Gersa Kish, similar to Aleph, that the Rebbe says that the Shekhinah is called a lave. And the Rebbe says it turns out that what's Mavur in, in this Shtikl Tanya, that Shekhinah is called lave, is hinted in this Psakarama. Because if it's true of a human king, it's for sure true of a godly king. And this explains how Yidin can all be Ki'ishachad Balevechad, even though they seem separate, because their heart, in other words, the place where they get the close Achayas, is one, and therefore Adra, but for Keret, the Pella is the opposite way. How can she say they're not one? Because the Yibishter, Ach unites them all in his position as Lev Kolka Yisrael. Halacha Ches, the Ramam Paskins, Kol HaMerid Melech Yisrael, anybody who rebels against the Jewish king, even if the king said something very silly, just to go and stay in your house, and he, didn't, and he left his house, or go somewhere, he didn't go, he's Chayav Misa. And why is this? A famous word from the Rebbe, Chilidalid, Chilikhez, Chilikhez, many, many places, um, The Oynesh that you get is Lefi'erech the Pagam. Melucha is Negea to a person's entire Metzias. Meridas HaMalchus is therefore affecting his entire Metzias. Tils Etzim Achayas. And it's even more so. Even if you were made the Melech and you were paid a girl, doesn't matter. At that point that the king sat on his throne, you became acquired to him, Bechalatz Musay, and therefore, even in your state as a made b'malchus, you're still subservient to the malchus, and therefore, by going against your etzamachayis, you deserve to die. And the reason why he goes so extreme, even if it's, you know, like not, not to leave his house, is because the vert of the melech's power here has to do with his ratzen, with his gzeda. Ratzen and gzeda, we know about ratzen, that it's not his chalkos, it's shaykh to everything equally. Kala kechamura. So it doesn't matter what the tzivi of the king was, you were over the tzivoy, you're Misa. And a final vart, halacha yud, the Rambam paskins that if anybody kills somebody, or or an enemy that killed somebody, so technically, halachically, you can't get the guy killed, there's no edim, etc. But the king, in fact, he can kill, hang them all, Leave them hanging for many days. All the hatil eima, all the shaber yad, just to break the spirit or the hand, the power of uh, of Rishayim. And the Rebbe connects this 
in Chilik Tess, Mechtav Kali, to the same Nakuda of earlier in Lachachas, that the fact that the Etzah Mitzis of a Yit, or of a person, the Chal Asher Lot, totally belongs to the king, so in that way, the king has the power to decide whatever it is he wants to do with his people, with his subjects, so long as it's the uh, Sakin Ha'ilam to fix the world.